0: All right. We are back. Charlie is not with us today. We are filling in. This is Moneyline, Jerry Bowe, Josh Jordan, Clutch City Cam behind the glass. And uh, right before we got to the segment, we were hitting on some some lessons learned from fantasy, from gambling. We teased that a little bit to talk about this segment. And I, I always feel like this is a good time of year to kind of jot down some some takeaways from the season where maybe you made some mistakes or maybe you did something that really worked. Because I find that when draft season comes around, for fantasy at least, you know when you get to August and September, all the stuff that happened in December when you were trying to make it to the playoffs, you, you kind of forget about that. And you're all wrapped up in the new season and the new players. And and you, you kind of lose that perspective on some really important things. So let's get into a couple of those things. And, and Jerry hit on one of them in the last segment. And I'd like to kind of continue with that one. And a lot of the times it's these tried and true pieces of advice that you know but you get away from for some reason come draft day. Maybe it's a flashy name on the draft board that you didn't think would be there. You know, for me it happened to me and it was Aaron Rodgers. He was sitting there in the 4th round of my draft and I'm a guy that typically waits as long as I can on quarterback. That's, you know, I I truly believe in that. I feel like I can find somebody that can get it done for me. But Aaron Rodgers was sitting there in round four, and I already had Devontae Adams. So the thought to me of having a stack of those two guys with really good running backs and receivers already had, I thought that made me extra dangerous. And it paid off this week you know with aaron rodgers and his 42 fantasy points but let's face it all year he was not very good and jerry brings up a good point a lot of aaron rodgers owners this week they were thinking about josh allen they were thinking yeah. about uh, you know lamar jackson they were looking at a lot of these guys and going like i don't know if i can trust aaron this week there was talk that aaron wasn't going to play right and it gets I'm scary yeah it gets scary and it's it's your biggest week of the year but i was just like You you know, you stick with your studs, and that's another one of the lessons learned. You play your studs, especially in the big games. And it also helped me that the Texans played the Jets the weekend before, and we saw how easily Deshaun Watson was able to go up and down the field on the Jets when it mattered to get the ball to Hopkins to win that game. And just in my mind, I was like, man, I see Aaron Rodgers doing that to Devontae Adams all day. And even Rodgers took off and ran for a couple touchdowns. So, thank God the Texans played the Jets the week before, so that made me feel a lot more comfortable. If I wouldn't have been a Texans fan and I didn't see that game, I may not have felt that way. And I may have gone and picked up Josh Allen, and it, it might have cost me my fantasy championship. So, that's a big one, waiting on quarterback, guys, because, I mean, look at Patrick Mahomes this year. You didn't have to spend a top pick on him. And it's
1: easier said than done, though. We all know that it's been in the fantasy guideline handbook for forever. Yes, wait on quarterback. But you know, whenever you have a few, you start off good. You have a few receivers. Or maybe you you're, you got three or four positions solids. And then all of a sudden, you see Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady pop up. Yep. You get lazy. You're like, man, let me take this now. I, I know I have a a, a a quarterback one every week. And that's yeah. not the case. These guys, I mean, Brady, I'm, I'll, I'll pull it up. But Brady's not an automatic QB one every week no more. And that's, that's what's scary about it. It's so scary because... I made that mistake in a few leagues and not going so hot, but I I was all over the Jimmy Garoppolo train. Now, I will never know. I'll never know if if it was a mistake or not, but chances are it was a mistake the way I did things. Chances are that I made a mistake with Gordon, Josh Gordon coming to the league, you know, thinking about the flashiness and thinking about how he was going to do all these things and. I didn't even have that spot no more, and that was a top. I think I got him in the fourth or fifth round. I'm not yeah. even going to lie to y'all. I mean, That's where he was going. Yeah, there's no there's no line to kick it right here. I messed up. I, I drafted him. I was naming my teams after him, <laughs> thinking that this was him, and look where I'm at
0: now. Yeah, and that brings me to, to lesson number two learned is being conservative typically— especially with dealing with guys coming off of injury, character concerns. And here's the other one, guys switching teams. Being conservative with that typically pays off, to your Jimmy Garoppolo point. I know he ended up injured, but he was also a guy that switched teams. So, you know, maybe you don't totally get away from a guy because he switches teams, but I do devalue him a little bit. I'm going to feel like I have to get a really good deal on him to roll the dice. And Josh Gordon, character concerns, you know, he, We saw what happened there. And then even though he went to the Patriots, you think all that upside, and then, you know, now he's gone. He didn't even play for you when you needed him the most. So that's another one. You want to be conservative. And this one, everybody knows, but my Lord, did it pay off this year. Handcuff your stud running backs. You know, my Lord. Todd Gurley, you know, Le'Veon Bell, James Conner, Kareem Hunt. Um, the list goes on and on and on. Melvin Gordon, you know, th- handcuff them. You yes. got
1: to, you got to. If you if you invest that much of your draft into one of these guys, and at the end of the draft, you got a bunch of guys that you don't even yep. want on your team, you end up dropping them into the free agent pool. Make one of those guys that handcuff. Be a step ahead instead of being five steps behind. Whenever the injury or the suspension or whatever it is happens, it just it's terrible. And speaking about that same thing, is it's like. How many people do you see draft defenses and kickers before the last two rounds? Yep. I mean, that rule wasn't made for fun. It wasn't, it, it it exists for a reason. There's a, there's a certain uh, tactic to it because you need to fill
0: in those, those handcuffs, fill those in. You do. And and here's the big reason why. If, You have that handcuff and that guy goes down, you're pretty confident you're gonna be able to start him, right? But if you take a flyer on some kind of, you know, a super sleeper late in the draft, are you gonna know which week to start him when he's gonna come through compared to you would know to start Melvin Gordon's backup when he's not playing? So a lot of it is not just who you get, but would you ever be comfortable using them? You know, that's a big part of it. So I think we forget about that. And you're right about, you know, taking the defenses in the sixth, seventh round. That rarely ever works. It it really does. Jacksonville example. Yes, I bet a lot of people probably dropped them. I I saw them on the waiver wire this year, so that's a big one. Handcuff your stud running backs, and that's that's one that's tried and true forever. And sticking to the handcuff thing before you even continue. Lately, I see not. uh, Let's say
1: maybe four or five years now that you see the traditional handcuffs are different now because okay, let's say Ingram and Kamara. That's not a traditional handcuff because you're handcuffing, but yep. you get a guy that gets action. A rule I learned this year was push those guys back maybe some in your draft because let's not forget that people were pushing Zeke Elliott back to fifth, fifth, sixth overall right there, right before drafts. Think about that. People were putting a Zeke Elliott at fifth, sixth, seventh pick and putting Kamara ahead of him yep. because Kamara had those four games without Ingram. I understand that, yeah, but... You got to take these workhorses, and yep. I, I was I was a I was a victim of that. I, I did that. I and and it's something I learned. You have to learn it, and you don't catch yourself at the moment because everything looks so good. You, you saw Kamara coming off; it was like nine nine yards a touch or something. Yeah. You know, of that big year, and then all of a sudden, look at him. I mean, he he is what he is. Don't get me wrong; he's explosive, but at the end of the day, he's ceiling is capped, and you saw it plenty of time. Marking your first game back. They gave him all the carries inside the five. He got in the end zone two or three times, two times, I believe. And that was it. The Camaro guys are sitting there wondering, like, man, I need
0: to get rid of this guy. You're getting rid of the guy that you drafted, top six? Yep. You wouldn't do that to Elliott? No. And then he finishes the season like gangbusters. I mean, I think he scored over 25 points in the last few games of the season. He helped me win a championship. And that'll be something to look forward to next year, right? Ingram's a free agent. So you got to think you got to think Kamara's going to get a lot more of those touches and and that's what's kind of interesting looking into next year too, you know, is look at the Steelers guys, you maybe you feel good about James Conner, but what if they take a back in the 3rd round, you know, to compete with him. So those are some things to consider. A, a couple other ones just lessons learned. Gronk's not an elite tight end anymore. No. You know, that's rough to
1: say, yeah. but it has to come to an end. It has to come to an end at some point. You got all these high, I mean, you got tight ends that are out there getting hurts. Oh, yeah. yes. I mean, look what the hurts of the world's are doing. And speaking of tight end, Trey Burton. Yeah. Like where was Trey Burton coming into this year? Let's think about that. Yep. Exactly. Crickets because people were taking Trey Bur- the lazy one, the, the lazy way again, you have, you start off your team. Don't do it like that. Start off your team. You go running back. Then you come back and you're like, okay, running back now, receiver, and man, my team's almost filled up. All I need is one more receiver, one tight end instead of taking the value. Yep. Taking the value and and, and and having a deep core at each position, having three or four running backs that, that can intertwine, having uh, trade options, you know what I mean? Anything, anything. Instead of just saying, man, I need a tight end right now. Trey Burton's supposed to be that guy. Everybody's using the sleeper. There's no such thing as sleeper in 2018. That's another That's another yeah. uh, uh, thing we learned this year. There's no such thing as sleeper. Everybody's got the same computer that you got. Everybody's got that internet when they pay their bill.
0: Same rankings.
1: Same <laughs> rankings. There's someone out there that read that same article that's been clicked on 100,000 times saying so-and-so is a sleeper. He's not a sleeper anymore.
0: No, and that goes up to our other lesson learned, guy switching teams. That was Burton. <sighs> he switched teams. You just automatically assumed he was going to continue to do that. You just I mean, remember when, you know, Chad Johnson went to the Patriots. and I was all over that. You know, you never know with these things. So you want to be a little more careful. And and we're running out of time in this segment, but this is – I'll give this one out. And this is one of my best pieces of advice. Pick guys in the first and second rounds, if you can, that have had more than one big year. That is something that you get so – sexy to to draft a player that had that rookie year blow up and you think that they're just going to continue to be fantastic and then the next year they had that sophomore slump or they get hurt or something happens that is unforeseen and it's just it's a good rule of thumb to you know, you check somebody's resume when you hire them for a job. Well, you you want this guy to be on your fantasy team. Maybe more than one year might be something that you look for. I know you want young running backs. I get that. But if you know a guy has done it a couple times, I feel more safe with him because it's, it's not a one-year thing. It's two years. He probably hasn't got suspended. And that's the other thing you have to think about. If you only know players so well, they've only played a year, there's all kinds of stuff that you can't see coming. I mean, with Zeke Elliott, your point of him falling a little bit, Jerry, it's probably because people got burned by him last year with the suspension, yeah. right? So you know these are all things to keep in mind, guys, and and finally start your studs in the playoffs. You know, I know fantasy football is about matchups, but if you took somebody that high in the draft, use them when it's the biggest game of the year.
1: Yeah, it's it's terrible sitting them and then having them come through like the Rogers guys last week. If yeah. you, you sat Rodgers. you're sitting there twice as mad as you've been if you just straight up lost. Yeah, I mean you you're you're twice as mad and. Uh, to go along with your rookie or with your running backs and these, or guys that have small uh, sample sizes. I want to get into the 2018 running back class that lived up to the hype. Like where, where does somebody like Barkley, because we know that the sample size was one year one, but that's a, that's a hell of a sample size. It we is. know what he is and that's with a that's with the old man at at at, at quarterback that that's declining. So yes. where does Barkley go from here? Sky's the limit. We'll talk about that when we come back. This is Money Line ESPN 975.
2: Nolan
3: Ryan. You're listening to Houston's Best Sports Talk, ESPN 975.
0: <laughs> A gift from Zadok Jewelers will sparkle for years to come. At Zadok Jewelers, we offer an unrivaled selection of loose certified diamonds, leading bridal and fine jewelry, over 25 Swiss watch brands, crystal, and a legacy of master jewelers spanning seven generations. Zadok Jewelers proudly represents over 50 luxury brands, including Chopard, Bulgari, Audemars Piguet, Mikimoto, Takori, Harry Winston, Hublot, and Montblanc. Our master jewelers will custom design and handcraft the ring or jewelry of your dreams. Visit us at Post Oak in San Felipe or at Zadok.com. Remember, there are jewelry stores, and then there's Zadok's. Wow, 2019, you're here. That's what you'll
1: be saying at Saltgrass Steakhouse. Whether it be for New Year's Eve or on New Year's Day, you can come celebrate at Saltgrass Steakhouse. Most locations will be open regular hours on New Year's Eve and day. Go to saltgrass.com, find the location nearest you, and
0: bring in the new year with a certified Angus beef steak. So catch all the bowl games on New Year's Day or just start the night right on New Year's Eve. We want to kick off the new year with you at Saltgrass Steakhouse.
3: Everyone knows that even good people fall on hard times. Your credit cards get maxed out, and you get behind on your taxes. Unfortunately, the IRS is not as understanding, and they won't stop until they collect. They have the power to take your paycheck, freeze your bank accounts. Even your home or business could be at risk. It's simply not worth it to take on the IRS by yourself. You need to call the experts at Optima Tax Relief. When you call, be sure to ask about the Fresh Start Initiative. It's a special IRS tax debt assistance program that could save you thousands even tens of thousands. Optima will immediately provide you with a team of professionals who could protect you from the IRS, ensuring that you get the best possible outcome. The Better Business Bureau has awarded them an A-plus rating, and you will too. So put the hard times behind you and call Optima today for a free consultation. Call 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com.
4: Looking for plans for the family for New Year's Eve? Ring in the new year with Houston Rockets as they take on the Memphis Grizzlies. Get four tickets to the game, four hot dogs, four sodas, and four post-game free throw passes for as low as $89. Go to Rockets.com or call 713-627-DUNK. That's 713-627-DUNK to get your seats today while they're still available. Celebrate this New Year's Eve with your Houston Rockets. Bowl season is here, and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie, Don't be that guy with no rooting interest as your relatives or friends sit around watching the game. Not this year when there's a record 41 bowl games to bet on including the national championship on January 7th. It really is the most wonderful time of the year. Make sure you're ready for the daily action by signing up at MyBookie today. They pay fast when you win. Ownership really cares about good customer service and they offer the craziest props. Look where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. And if If you want to make money during bowl season, you got to go to MyBookie. I trust them, but you don't have to take my word for it. Check them out for yourself. Join now, and MyBookie will offer you a 50% deposit bonus to make sure you have a nice bankroll for bowl season. Use promo code RADIO when you deposit to activate the offer. That's promo code RADIO. At MyBookie, you play. You win. You get paid. Time out to celebrate Acme Party Intent, Tent being a preferred provider of the Houston Texans for 14 years. And they're ready for your event. Tents, tables, chairs, stages, dance floors, PA systems, generators, and more. Got a tailgate party, wedding, bar mitzvah, social or corporate event? Anywhere, anytime. Let Acme's personal touch help. They also offer temporary warehousing, lunch, tents, and storage with a flexible rate schedule for affordability. 713-729-2424 or acmerental.com.
3: And I'm troubled
5: Last week Around and got a triple-double Freaking Every way Like MJ I can't believe Today was a good day This is the Charlie Palillo Show on ESPN 975
6: and on Sports Map 94.1.
5: Presented by Tri Eagle Energy, live from the Renterswarehouse.com studios. Here's Charlie Palillo.
0: All right, we are back. Charlie is out today on vacay. This is a Moneyline, Jerry Bow, Josh Jordan, Clutch City Cam behind the glass. We've been kind of talking about lessons learned with fantasy and the the NFL season coming to an end at least the regular season that is. And so we went into some of those some of those things that you pick up through the year that maybe will help you next year that you won't remember next year when you're going into your draft. So we hit on a few of those, you know, waiting on quarterbacks, some of the obvious stuff. But uh, the other one I did want to mention is, man, running quarterbacks in fantasy. They they typically come through, even if they're not the greatest quarterback. You know, remember Tebow, guys, how awful that was, but he'd put up 20 points every week. Josh Allen now. Yeah, Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I was going to say, we talked about Lamar Jackson almost
2: being a third running back. I mean, he's the last couple of weeks he was averaging, what, close to like nineteen points a game that's unheard of most of that was coming through the run game same with josh allen i mean josh allen was literally worth starting because he was averaging 97 yards rushing per game which is an automatic nine points so
0: he was in and, and cam you put a sheet together for us for some of the the fantasy guys this week some of the bigger name fantasy guys that kind of have some 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 tricky situations this week as far as if they're going to play or not, if their teams want to use them for the whole game. Just looking at that list cam, if you have it in front of me, name name a few guys that you're kind of curious about this week. So, yeah, I mean, we can start
2: off with quarterbacks. So if you're looking at quarterbacks, there's six of the top seven quarterbacks. I'm sorry, six of the top 10 quarterbacks are for sure lock in fantasy. You're talking about guys like Pat Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, and Phillip Rivers. All those guys are teams for lock or teams are locked for the playoffs. So you have to wonder, how much are they going to play? Or are they going to play at all? I mean, what's the implications? Kansas City and the Chargers obviously have something to play for because they want that number one seed. So you yep. can figure that Mahomes and Rivers are going to start. But guys like Goff, you know, he's already locked for that. So what 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 are you what are you going to do in that situation? And then you have teams like Andrew Luck or teams with Andrew Luck and, and Big Ben who who aren't locked for their playoffs, but they're one game right there. So you know that these guys are gonna play. And then you can flip it the same thing to running backs. You know, you got Seven of the top ten running backs are all locked for the playoffs. And then, you know, the next one is Derrick Henry all the way down at 16th, and obviously Tennessee has to win in order to get to the playoffs. So, I mean, this list is basically just designed to where, you know, you're going you're gonna to find players that you know aren't going to play because their team are locked. And then you want to look for those guys where their team is a game away from making the playoffs, and those are the guys that you want to try and pick up if you can because there's a lot of players that are free agents that are still worth picking up. That's a great point, especially
1: when it comes to running backs. That's a position that if you're locked in, you want to take some carries off of him. So if you have a running back that is considered top 10 for this week, but then you have like, say, a Derrick Henry, which is right outside that bubble, but his the workload is going to be increased. The motivation will be there and the winner go home factor, that maybe moves him up a couple of spots on, on your list. And that's where you can find value to the guy that just looks at things and just goes with the names and whatever the ESPN fantasy rankings tell him instead of listening to money line money line and, and realizing that we got the business. Look money
0: look, line, look at Sundays. Christian
2: McCaffrey. No Cam Newton and they're not gonna make the playoffs. So what else are they gonna do? I mean they're they're just gonna run the ball. I mean, so Christian McCaffrey and same with Saquon Barkley. Giants aren't making it anywhere. Those two guys are the top three because Todd Gurley's out. Why are you even looking at anybody else besides McCaffrey and Barkley if you're Daily Fantasy? Or, yeah. you know, if obviously you're not going to be able to pick these guys up free
0: agent-wise, but, you know, there's still guys there. No doubt about it. It's, it's an interesting week. The San Diego guys scare me a little bit. Just, you know, if the Chiefs start to run away with that game, which we expect, are or, or the Chargers like, well, if we're out of, you know, if we're not going to lock up a better seed, you know, Rivers has been taking some hits the last couple weeks. Maybe we protect him a little bit. I know that's your team, Cam, the, the Chargers. So the, their team I'm kind of watching this week, you know, Keenan Allen has been banged up, right? You know, it's like if, you know, the Chiefs get out to a big lead, maybe they want to rest Keenan Allen a little bit, which it makes some sense if they're going to have to play him next week.
2: If Look, I've had to deal with injuries from the Chargers ever since I've been a a Chargers fan, and they're they're constantly battling with injuries. So if if you're the Chargers at halftime, if if you're down by over double digits, you got to pull your starters because, look, Melvin Gordon's already been beat up this year. Austin Eckler's already out. You've had to use your third string running back for multiple games. And Keenan Allen, he's been healthy this year and last year, but he had health issues his first two years in the league. And same with the Williams brothers, who aren't brothers, but they've both had to battle. You've had tight end injuries, obviously, because you had to go get Antonio Gates from his mama's house in order to play. (laughs) So for me, if you're the Chargers, if you're down by double digits, you better start benching people because you're not going to, obviously, you're not going to make it if Melvin Gordon and Keenan Allen or guys like that go down. So
0: that's a good point. So, and we're going to get into some potential DFS lineups a little later in the show. And kind of you know go through some of these scenarios and what we think is going to happen. Obviously, if you know for the Texans fans, you know Hopkins or Bust, Deshaun Watson as well. You know you got to love those guys' chances this week. They could be that could actually be a pretty good DFS play. I, I know Hopkins. I, I'm not loving him just because of the matchup, but. I mean, I think it's going to be on Deshaun Watson again to win this game for
1: Definitely. Him. We'll be with you guys two days. We're filling in yeah. today and tomorrow. So we'll we'll get into some of the DFS lineups. We'll throw out some free lineups for you guys to plug in. Also, some gambling plays. So this isn't our only date here. We're, we'll make sure we hammer out the lines. We uh, we give you what we think, and we'll hopefully put you in the right position to catch some tickets.
2: And as far as this list goes that I created, I mean, I could easily tweet it, but if, like, if all the listeners are listening, all you got to do is just go to the weekly rankings or the power rankings for this year Print them out in order and just go by with a few highlighters and just highlight who's made the playoffs, who's out of it, and who's on the cusp. But then you can kind of draw up on yourself what players are there for the
0: taking, which ones are not. That that's good advice, and it's not just for fantasy; it's for gambling too. You know, if if a team is missing two of their best offensive players, that could change what you think about the outcome of the game, right, Jerry? Oh, it's,
1: it changes everything.
0: Something else I'm looking at that
1: change here. I'm looking at the Texans from a future standpoint. Twenty-eight to one right now to win the Super Bowl. That's, okay, so, going into the year, they were less than that. I remember being, I think, 20 to 22 range, depending where you get it, right? So, now they're worse than that. Are they a worse team? You, thinking as a fan, as someone that works in the media, someone that follows football closely, You too, Cam. Are they better or worse than what you thought? Uh, I mean, what did you think the the ceiling was coming in the year? Are they worse in odds wise? Because they've got they give you more. They're giving you eight to one more basically on what they started off. So is that is that that, I mean is that
0: right? I think they are worse now, and it's not their fault. It's it's injuries, man. It's football. Guys get hurt, and look at who their competition's going to be. It's all really good quarterbacks, and your secondary is. Man, those guys are are hurting right now. So yeah, and when they can't run the ball anymore, that was like their big thing. Where they were keeping Watson healthy, they were able to run the ball. They're not running the ball very well. So yeah, I think their playoff odds are a little worse. Uh, Man, the Will Fuller injury really killed that offense. So, yeah, I think they're a little worse.
1: And just overall, just talking about future odds just as a whole, as the league, and it depends where you get it. Everywhere is going to have a different price, but just throwing it out there, you have the Saints leading the way, Kansas City, L.A. Rams, the Patriots still up there. People still believe in him six to one. And I think that's just more of a public thing. Don't get me wrong. You don't want to ever go against Brady in, in December or January either when you don't, you don't ever want to do that, but you saw this year that it's different. It's a different, it's a different Brady. What if you don't have to play him at his house?
0: Yeah. And and that's the thing, right? That's why the Texans needed that game so bad. Now they're, you know, it's probably going to be the Patriots that get that number two seed. So you're going to have to go to Foxborough.
1: And all the Cowboy fans out there, twenty two to one right now to win the Super Bowl. They got better odds than the Texans. They're actually next to each other. You got Baltimore at seventeen to one. Cowboys right under them at twenty two or yeah, about twenty two to one. And then the Texans at about twenty eight to one. And all this depends where you get it, obviously. But what I'm looking at now, and a Vegas consensus standpoint, that's where uh, that's where it stands. So it, it, as a Cowboy fan, you got to kind of feel. Good about that, being next to a Baltimore team that is kind of dangerous. Now, don't get me wrong. I think Lamar Jackson's ceiling ultimately holds down how far they can go, but – You don't want to play them. You saw what they did to the Chargers. They'll bruise you up. They'll make they'll make you look bad. Now I I do think a lot of that had to do with the uh, there was going to be a drop off from the Chargers winning that game against KC. There was something was going to happen, but it was a long week. Yeah, it was. So then that should easily wash up something. And then it's I mean it's just it was just a tough it was a tough game all the way around. And then you saw what happened with KC against Seattle. So they had a long week and they had all the time to prepare. And it just it just. It's a wild, wild season. What other season can you remember in in the past maybe five, seven years that where you didn't really know? And usually in the AFC, you, you always penciled in Patriots. Boom, pencil them in. Can you really do that right now? I don't. I can't. I don't think, I'm not sure that they're gonna. They, they can beat any of these teams uh, that I'm naming. I mean, I'm not. This is the one year where it's open. It's wide open, and I think you can find value on betting one of these futures.
0: No, I, I think you're right. It. The Patriots are different this year. I, I don't feel nearly as good about them. You're right. And I mean, their defense is, hasn't been great the last few years. Brady's been able to bail them out. And man, Gronk just doesn't look the same anymore. Edelman's still good, but he's trending down a little bit. You know, Josh Gordon's out of the picture. I noticed they're running the ball a lot more. Sony Michelle trying to really make that more of a foundation, give them more play action opportunities. But no, I don't. I don't feel great about them. Does this have anything to do with what broke that news that broke late last year about
1: things going in uh, going on in the Patriots locker room? Did that kind of Maybe carry over some.
0: Maybe Um, I think ever since Brady went to the owner, you know, and got the garble, you don't go to mom. Yeah, you don't. You don't. (laughs) You don't. You don't tell on me. me.
1: We. It looks like we got a caller. Let's get to Nate on the HRMP listener line. What's going on? You're on money line. Fellas, great show. Uh, How are you all doing? Doing well. Oh, we're doing great. Great. Good man. I couldn't agree with you more. I feel like the Patriots, their their time is done. I wouldn't pay six to one for them to win the Super Bowl. Let alone whatever the AFC odds are. Um, but I wanted to talk about college real quick, j I wanted to get your input. I mean, Alabama to win the championship is already minus 300. Should we just go ahead and cash that in before the juice gets any higher, or do you think we need to sit back and see what can actually happen with Clemson? Uh, cash that in, man. That's why uh, I forget it, it was the Drag King sportsbook, I believe that they paid out people early, man. Uh, they paid them out weeks back on that ticket, and that's they say that that's the first time that any sports book in the U.S. does it. Most European sports books they do that to get themselves uh, a lot of like action. to people will be under the spotlight. They already paid them out, man. They uh, I'll take them all the way. I don't like them at three hundred. Don't get me wrong, but that that's it. I mean, that's I don't. They're not going to lose, man. I don't see it happening. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I just want to make sure I didn't get burned like I did whenever Hillary Clinton lost the damn election. Uh, I don't know if you follow me on Twitter, man. I posted a parlay not long ago. Um, whenever that election came on, I was on a nine or eight way. I posted it for uh, she basically cost me. It was nine grand. Um, if I would have, oh. ad- if I would have added Trump, it would have been. I mean, you know, on a parlay, it would have double. It would have. It, it was. He was like t- uh, plus five hundred. I believe it would have been like. Forty-four grand or something. Instead, I lost on Hillary. Yeah, man. And that next weekend, I was actually flying. That uh, Connor was fighting Eddie Alvarez um, in New York, and that when he was trying to get the other belt. And my whole objective was to go out there and dump it on Connor. I already had everything booked, man. I'm talking about hotel, everything that loses. I was taking my wife to Vegas for the first time. She's like, "What's wrong, honey?" I'm over there just watching the election with a bottle, like nothing. She's like, "You don't even like politics." (laughs) But yeah. We ended up getting to Vegas, had to go through with it, didn't have the money to bet Connor. Connor knocked him out, and and I just sat there and just thought about Hillary. (laughs) Wow. Well, uh, great job, guys. I appreciate the insight and input. And as always, j Bo, I do follow you on Twitter. Keep doing what you do, man. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for that.
0: Thanks, Nick. There you have it. And yeah, if anybody's listening, you haven't heard the show before, the show's called Moneyline. We are typically on the same station, but on Sundays from 10 to noon. So we talk about all these games before kickoff, try and help you get your bets in, get your fantasy bets in, your your DraftKings, get all that ready. So if you like the show and want to check us out, we'll be on every Sunday from 10 to noon. And like Jerry said, we're also going to be on tomorrow in Charlie's spot as Charlie's on vacation. So we'll be back then as well. So I guess... You know, on the other side, I, we're going to hit a break here. I think we need to get into these games a little bit and see uh, some early thoughts on these these spreads and these point totals, see if Jerry Bow can point us in the right direction.
1: Let's do it. This is Moneyline ESPN 97.5.
3: This is Nolan Ryan. You're listening to Houston's Best Sports Talk, ESPN 97.5. Do you have sleep
5: apnea? Are you tired of dragging your big bulky CPAP device with you whenever you leave home? Yeah, well, I was too. That's why I'm so glad I called to try the Transcend Mini CPAP for 10 nights. I can't imagine living without it now. My Transcend Mini CPAP is about as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. That's less hassle to carry than my shaving kit. Plus, I was able to add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. And that's not all. Transcend Mini CPAP is FAA compliant too, which means I can finally sleep comfortably while flying. Heck, I can sleep comfortably anywhere now. If that all sounds good to you, give the Transcend Mini CPAP a try. You'll be glad you did.
6: Try the Transcend Mini CPAP risk-free and sleep comfortably for 10 restful nights since there's a money-back guarantee. Call MiniCPAP.com now. 1 800 253 0949. That's 1 800 253 0949. 1 800
3: The hunt has evolved, and so has the explosive action in the terrifying next chapter of the Predator series from director Shane Black in The Predator. Now, the most lethal hunters in the universe have been genetically upgraded to be stronger, smarter, and deadlier than ever before. And only a ragtag crew of ex-soldiers and an evolutionary biology professor can prevent the end of the human race. Predator now on digital, Blu-ray, and 4K Ultra HD.
6: Hey guys, how's your game going? If you know what I mean. A lot of you know me, but you may not know my name. I'm Sildenafil, the active ingredient in that little blue pill, you know, that helps guys with erectile dysfunction. I'm really super excited to tell you I've moved into a generic pill that you can get at 4 Gosh guys, everybody wants to perform their best, but not everyone could afford me. I mean, in that little blue pill. But now, I can be yours at 4hymns.com. Hymns connects you with licensed doctors who can prescribe me online. And then I get delivered right to your door. So easy. And get this. Your first month is just $5 when you go to 4 himscom fresh. $5 for a whole month of me? Mmm. That should make every guy stand up and cheer. To get your first order for just 5 bucks, go to this exclusive address, 4hymns.com fresh. That's 4hims.com slash fresh. Get started today for just five bucks at slash fresh.
3: Shopping for a new energy provider? Triangle Energy keeps it simple. The rate you see is the rate you'll pay. No gimmicks, no minimum usage fees, no charges if you go over a certain amount of electricity. Triangle consistently offers competitive, fair, and simple rates. TriangleEnergy.com. Promo code ESPN PUCT number 10064.
5: Hey, soccer fans, Glenn Davis here. Thank you for supporting Soccer Matters on ESPN 975. Brought to you by presenting sponsor, the Daspit Law Firm. Don't forget, join me for the best in soccer talk and Football Talk, weekly on ESPN 97.5.
0: With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money.
3: Oh, 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 Mike Capel here, serial entrepreneur. Payroll doesn't seem that hard. It's just pay rate times hours worked, right? Sounds easy enough. Well, payroll is easy, as long as each employee's tax withholdings are properly set up and as long as you don't shoot yourself in the foot along the way. But payroll can be punishing for business owners like me who will assemble their kids' toys without reading the instructions first. Ta! we don't need to read instructions unless we're desperate. That's why Patriot Software offers payroll setup and support for free for businesses with up to 100 employees. Go to PatriotSoftware.com, use promo code RADIO, and get two months of payroll free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. With
5: PatriotSoftware.com. Accounting and payroll. Keep your time
1: and money. Oh, 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 oh. Check what you make plans. Pockets loaded, rocket loaded. Can't let and Time to throw, lock,
6: stop it. Two smoking barrels, locked and loaded. Diamonds blowing chop diamond on them. We think I'm jumping out the window. I got a moping. Line around the corner, line them up the block.
5: This is the Charlie Palillo Show on ESPN 975.
6: And on sports map 94.1.
5: Presented by Tri Eagle Energy, live from the Renterswarehouse.com studios. Here's Charlie Palillo.
0: Right, we are back. You are listening to Moneyline. Charlie is on vacation. So Jerry Bowe, Clutch City Cam, and myself, Josh Jordan, will be with you for the rest of the hour here until one o'clock usual suspects will be coming up and then we'll be back tomorrow as well. So if you want to check out the show then, and we're on every Sunday, 10 to noon. So if you like this kind of stuff, check us out for sure. We enjoy doing it every week. We had a huge week last week, so feels like we're on fire. So hopefully we can help you guys win some money. So now you hear the NFL music there. That means we're going to get into these games. We're going to get some, some early thoughts on this week's slate of games from Jerry bow. So let's get into it right here. The first game I'm seeing on my little sheet here is a Cowboys at the Giants. Looks like the, the Giants are six-point favorite this week. Over-unders at about 41.5. Er- early reaction to this one, Jerry. Does, does anything pop out to you? Like we talked about earlier,
1: I don't know how long Dallas plays those starters. That's why this line is like this. Exactly. Yeah. That's the that's only way to explain this. So from a gambling perspective, and everything right now is a lean. We're going to get more into to plays tomorrow and then more on Sunday. But you you live bet this. This is where you let the game happen. You let it play out itself. You, stay, you have that volume up loud, and you start being the coach. You start saying, this is when I would take Ezekiel Elliott out. This is when Dak – this is Dak's last snap. Whenever you figure out that soft spot – That's when you hit the live bets on that next commercial break. You have to be ready, and you have to attack that. But at one point, they're going to pull those starters, and that's when this line comes into play. Hopefully, Cowboys come out, and they're up. 7-10-0. Like I said, a few years back, they did it against Philly. At Philly, they were up, and then they ended up getting blown out by two touchdowns. Expect some of the same. Maybe not by two touchdowns, but say the line's seven right now. Say the Cowboys got a 7-3 lead. They take out their guys. You won't have to give up seven no more. Now you're going to have a Giants maybe three and a half line. You saved yourself those points. Those are crucial to have. They know. They're anticipating. That line knows. Whoever made that line, they know that the Cowboys are probably going to sit. They're waiting for your money. They're just waiting to where you're going to pit it like when, not where, not why because if you're going to bet this game, you got your heart set on it, you're going to hit it. But it's when. And when you hit it, it should be in a live bet whenever you dictate the Cowboys are going to sit there guys.
0: There you have it. All right, moving along. This one's kind of interesting as well. Oakland visiting Kansas City. Looks like about a 13 and a half point spread opened up at about 14. This is one we know Kansas City needs the game, but they could obviously get out early here and maybe rest some guys if they get a big lead. What do you got on this one, Jerry? Any thoughts? Just first
1: look. Like I said, these are all leans. Just first look. Nothing's official plays, but the Chiefs are going to play everyone, and I think they're going to play them tough. They're going to they're gonna, they're they're rhythm offense. When you have a rhythm offense, something like that, and you you need to get your quarterback's head focused. You need him to know that he can win at any time and lately it's, it's in the air. He knows that he can do his thing but that defense. This is the game where they tee off. It's a 14 point spread like you want that defense to put their hands on someone. This is their objective. They know that they can win this game but by how much? Can they do it getting out of there without getting injured? These are all little things that come into play. The line has it 14 and a half. I'm thinking more of that team total and uh, let's see where it goes but I think they're going to score 38-40 points they're just going to smash on them just making sure that they ride into the playoffs with, on a high note
0: that makes sense uh, and you know as long as Spencer Ware's not back you're firing Damian Williams if you have him in fantasy this week guys and,
1: and to that Kansas City
2: does not want the Chargers to clinch that no that no division. not at all I mean we those two it doesn't get talked about a lot but that division hates each other And Pat Mahomes is what playing for a MVP MVP. possibly so,
1: and a young guy at that. Earlier we said, does Breeze really care? Like, does he care about the Super Bowl? That's what we went off of. That's what he cares about. The bigger picture. Someone like like a Mahomes, something like that. That the MVP is everything to him. Imagine being that young, getting an MVP. That does that it does wonders. So just think about it from that aspect. Always think about what they're thinking about.
0: Yeah, and with you know guys like Gurley not playing the last couple weeks, his odds go down. A little bit. It looks even better for Mahomes. So there you have it. Let's move on to this next one. And this one's interesting. This Saints game we've been talking about, where we really don't expect the Saints to be playing their guys, but they're nine point favorites at home over Carolina. What do you think is going on with this one, Jerry? Just Carolina's quit and even the backups for the Saints are probably going to roll? Is that the thought process? I'm
1: guessing. That's, I have no clue on this line. I'm going to dig it into it some more because it just doesn't seem right. Sometimes whenever you look at lines and you're like, okay, that line makes sense. It's about right. I won't touch it. But I don't know what to think about this one. I don't know. There's so many questions that are going to this line.
0: And what I find is interesting too is a couple of these casinos they don't have it on the board right now.
1: Exactly, that means there's questions.
0: Yeah. Those are the ones that are they're playing tight pocket. They don't want to take the risk. They're going to let every, all
1: the other casinos, all these other books, take the risk, and then they'll come in and land in the nice safe spot once they see how the action goes.
0: And that's that's a smart play. All right, moving along quickly here. Let's get to this Patriots Jets game, which means everything to Houston Texans fans. You know, that that would be absolutely huge if the Jets, who have been playing much better lately, let's be honest, Sam Darnold's been pretty good. Robbie Anderson, they might actually make this a little more interesting, but Vegas doesn't really agree with me on that since the point spread's at about 13.5 right now. Over under at 45, it opened at 14.5, the point spread. What do you see in this one, Jerry? Do you think, first of all, do you think New England will cover? But second of all, is there any way you think the Texans get a late Christmas present and the Jets somehow find a way to win this football game. I don't think
1: the Jets can. Earlier this year when they played each other, a lot of people were using that narrative of how the Jets have covered as of late against that Patriots team. They they said, what team gives the Patriots trouble every year and whatnot, but... Every situation is different. You got to micromanage it. That particular situation, the Patriots were coming off a loss and that doesn't play into all those other trends that the people were throwing out. I want to know how many times the Patriots were coming off of losses, the way they were losing before playing the Jets when everybody was using those numbers. That's a lazy narrative. Don't do that. What we do know is that the Patriots win by an average of 11.7 points per game against that team in this matchup. I'll take the Patriots all day. They're going to smash them. This is a this the Patriots need this. This is yeah. they need to this is what they're used to. They're not used to having to pull this hard, fight for it. And now that it's becoming a struggle, they have to put their foot down. They have to let people know before the playoffs, like, hey, we still beat teams up if they can't do that they look vulnerable and that's what they've been people have figured out the Titans of the world I mean what kind yeah, of world yeah. are we living in they're punking on them like for to see to see Brady not being I mean don't get me wrong it feels good to me with being a <laughs> I love to see him get up off that turf mad oh you you jerks I'm like
0: no man this is what you deserve you've been doing it to me my whole life uh-huh. and that's what gives me a little bit of a glimmer of hope maybe the Jets can pull this off because of that Titans game you mentioned but of course this one's in Fox bro probably gonna be a different outcome. What you got there, Cam?
2: I was going to say, when you look at the points, look, the Jets have been throwing up points the last couple weeks. I think they've been averaging close to 30. But look, this is the thing. The Pats haven't locked up that number one seed or two seed that they still possibly could lock up. I know it's the last game of the season, but they beat up the AFC East. I mean, they destroyed the Jets the last time they played them. They should have beat Miami a couple weeks ago with that crazy play, and then they walloped on the Buffalo Bills last week. So I think this is a trap game if you think the Jets are going to go in there and actually do something. Bill Belichick's not going to allow that.
1: And the reason a lot of people are going with the Jets, like I said, I'm not, but it's because they've covered the, the spread in five of the last ten so as double-digit dogs. So when they're a double-digit dog, they'll yeah. get there. They try to at least, but one and nine straight up as double-digit underdogs. They don't win these games, yeah. and again, against – Brady, a mad Brady, a mad Belichick against a team that they know. And uh, there's certain trends don't get cute. Rookie quarterbacks against Belichick. Yeah. Let's not get cute.
0: Yeah, Josh Allen didn't quite have what a lot of people were hoping for last week. It's just something
1: about the way he schemes against them. I don't know if it's maybe whenever he looks at them from a draft perspective and he knows their weaknesses and he's just that great of dictating it, but he clowns them. And and, and a lot has to do also with the game perspective get, or game script getting out of their way because once you're down seven or ten points and you're a rookie, yeah. Josh Allen couldn't run as much as he wanted to. or he, So it just plays out that way. But a 14-and-a-half point spread, just look for a blowout I mean again you, you're never gonna you're not gonna get rich betting 14 point spreads in the NFL by any means but on this case I wouldn't take those points either
2: and we talked earlier look there hasn't been a whole lot of hype or sexy talk about the Patriots here. they kind of flown yeah. on the radar what a better way to get people intimidated again by then smashing the jets right before the playoffs start
0: no that, that's a good point and and quickly we just have a couple minutes from break this is the the really big one a lot of you know probably the most exciting game of the week Colts at the Titans Uh, This one right now, it looks like Colts are three-point favorites on the road, games in Tennessee. We're not sure what's going to happen with Marcus Mariota yet, and this is another one of those games where it's off the board in a couple casinos because we just don't have enough information this early in the week. This early, are you leaning a certain way in this one, Jerry? I'm coats all the way as square as it is. And I know that's where
1: the way people are going. And it seems fishy because I thought they would lay it at three and a half to make sure that if you took the coach, you had to give up that get off the prime number. But at two and a half, you're telling me basically just win with a lot of questions mark on uh, question marks on the Tennessee side. I got to side with the Colts. I have to. I just, and I hate to spoil it, but I'm going to be on them. I'm going to be on them until they go past that three and a half point. Once they get past the key number of three, then things change a little bit. But you're telling me just win? I got to take Andrew Luck.
0: No, I'm with you there. Colts all the way. All right, guys, we're up against the break here. We're going to try and get to the rest of these big games on the other side in our final segment. If you have any questions, 713-780-3776. You're listening to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5.
3: This is Nolan Ryan. You're listening to Houston's Best Sports Talk, ESPN 97.5. What does building a better bank look like? It starts with building Capital One cafes, warm, inviting places that feel nothing like a typical bank, where you can open an account with no fees or minimums in five minutes. And you'll always find people ready to help you, not sell you. Welcome to Banking Reimagined. What's in your wallet? For consumers only. Offered by Capital One and A-member FDIC. Cafes available in select locations. Copyright 2018 Capital One. Indeed knows it's hard to find qualified candidates when you're hiring.
2: It's like finding a unicorn.
3: But when you post your job on Indeed, it's easy to find people with the skills you need.
6: Nurse practitioner, four-plus years experience, acute care certification.
3: Indeed has a huge pool of amazing candidates and screener tools that help you find your most qualified applicants.
6: Whoa, an entire short list of unicorns.
3: See why more than three million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Yeah. Hey.
0: It's the Big Finish event going on now at Gulfgate Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Gulfgate is your savings headquarters Monday through Friday and every Sunday. Spread some holiday cheer with a brand new, totally redesigned 2019 Ram 1500, just 21484 Or lease it for $299 per month. Motor Trends Truck of the Year. Plus, during the Big Finish, lease a 2018 Jeep Wrangler for just $324 per month. Motor Trends SUV of the Year. Gulfgate has the largest Ram inventory in the loop. And our new state-of-the-art service center is now open with twice the size to service twice the vehicles by certain Certified technicians. Gulfgate Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram. Six ten South Loop, Easton, Gulf Freeway, and always online at
2: GulfgateDodge.com. My 2018
0: Ram 1500 MSRP 32,745. 57,56 dealer discount. 5,000 manufacturer discount. 299 per month for 84 months. 4.5 APR. 3,000 down. Lease 2018 Jeep Wrangler. 39 monthly payments of 3.4. 10,000 miles per year. Must be financed through Ally. Acquisition and first payment due at time. All prices plus TTN. Must take a dealer inventory. See dealer for details. Good through 1319. <laughs>
3: Collector's Firearms on the corner of Richmond and Fondren has the largest selection and biggest inventory of firearms in the country. With over 50 different manufacturers to choose from and the best customer service, Collector's Firearms offers gunsmithing, gun cleaning, and gun storage. Have a gun you want to trade or sell? Bring it to Collector's Firearms. No matter what you're looking for, Collector's Firearms has it. Visit Collector's Firearms on the corner of Richmond and Fondren.
0: Collectorsfirearms.com. Hello? 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 Can you hear me? Breaking through the frequency of all the heavy winter beers comes St. Arnold White Noise. It's the newest seasonal from Houston's independent brewery, and it's a super refreshing citra dry hopped Belgian-style wit beer with notes of coriander, orange peel, and banana. You can find White Noise in draft, cans, six-pack bottles, and 12-pack bottles, and you can find it on tap at the brewery, too. Now, back to your regularly scheduled drink of ages
1: Friday nights at 9 p.m. on ESPN 97.5.
5: This is the Charlie Palillo Show on ESPN 97.5
6: and on Sports Map 94.1.
5: Presented by Tri Eagle Energy, live from the renterswarehouse.com studios. Here's Charlie Palillo.
0: All right, we are back. Charlie is out today. Sorry, all the Charlie fans. He will be back, I believe, on Friday. So, but until then, Jerry Bo and I, Josh Jordan, Clutch City Cam behind the glass. We are Moneyline. You can follow us on Twitter at Moneyline975. You can catch our show every Sunday from ten to noon. We get you ready for kickoff, fantasy football, NFL gambling, whatever you need. And we like to have a little fun too. So check it out. If you miss part of today's show, hey, podcast arena look up Moneyline, you can check out the show or any of our other shows in the past. So in this previous segment, we were just kind of going through some of these games and an early look, just kind of checking out the lines, seeing what to expect this week and also talking about, you know, some of these guys maybe sitting and resting some players, how that may affect the outcomes and the betting of some of these games and for fantasy, of course, as well. So I thought it was interesting. We were just talking about the Colts game. And you just told me a stat about Andrew Luck playing the Titans. And, and Jerry's leaning very heavy towards the Colts this week. What was that stat? Andrew Luck has played the Titans, what, 10 times?
1: 10-0, straight-up career record against Ooh. them. But the, then you have stats like 1-9 and nine straight up in the last 10 games at night for the Colts. Ooh. You know, prime time. So yeah. it just, once you get into these numbers, at the end of the day, I needed to know one thing. Were they in this, se- uh, this in this spot? <laughs> Were they in the winner get in? Was it luck against a backup quarterback? I don't, I don't. You know what I mean? I don't see it. I don't care about those numbers. I care about luck, and it's it's a square bet, and that's what makes me scared about it. I see. I know a lot of people are thinking the same thing, and at two and a half, it just seems too easy. If they would have put it at three and a half, it'd be a little scarier, and I'd still kind of be probably
0: siding with the Colts, but at two and a half. I'm I'm selling my soul. See, and that's what caught me last week. That's why I like the Chiefs and the Seahawks game because it was two and a half. And, you know, I whiffed on that one. And and it felt too easy. And, of course, man, Seattle just, you know, they won. And I got that one wrong. It's going to happen. The the one game I did want to talk about earlier, we were talking about offensive rookies of the year. And we were talking about Saquon Barkley. But that other guy's Baker Mayfield, right? And This game to me is pretty exciting. Can you believe a Cleveland versus the Ravens game in week 17 is actually a really good game for this week because it, you know, Baltimore has to keep winning to get in the playoffs. Uh, I think the Browns just want to keep this good momentum going into next season. Uh, This one is in Baltimore. It has the Ravens, they're favored by about six right now. Looks like it opened at seven. So, this early in the week, are you leaning a certain way on this one, Jerry? It's,
1: it's embarrassing they say the Browns, but, I mean, the way they're playing right now, yeah. they're playing like if they're playing for something. And actually, they are. What is Kitchens playing for? Yeah. He wants to he show people he job. can. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what is Williams playing for? Like, they're playing for something. Although it's not in seating and, and for, it, it will never show on paper. But inside that locker room, what they're doing and the way Baker is is, he's progressing. He is what yeah. he – I mean, if it wasn't for Barkley, he, I think he'd be hands he's down. Be, yeah. Yeah, but with that Barkley guy there, I don't know if he gets the uh, offensive rookie of the year.
0: Yeah, I don't know either. A lot of times they lean towards the quarterback and, you know, just depending on what position you play. So th- that, that could go either way. I don't think there's a wrong decision with either one of those two players. I would lean towards Barkley just because, you know, he's been doing it all year and it, it took a while for Baker to, to get in there.
1: And once you look at numbers, like from a historic standpoint as far as this, again – do those trends tell you what this Browns team is? Because this team is far different from them. I'm not going to – I'm not putting them on a pedestal. Don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not putting a pencil on them in them as, as division champions next year. Not anything about that. But they're way better than that 0-10 straight up in the last 10 games on the road versus teams winning records. They're better than that 3-18 wow. and 18 straight up in the last 21 games versus the Ravens. They're better than that.
0: There's no doubt. There's no doubt about that. So that's going to be an exciting one to watch this week. And – You know, we're going to get into the rest of these games tomorrow. We'll be back filling in for Palillo. So we'll get through the rest of the games. We're also going to put some DFS lineups together. And we're just going to tell you guys who we picked. We did it last week. Jerry and I both cashed on it, came through really big. We were all over Nick Foles. He helped carry us to victory. We're going to try and put up, we're going to do it live on, on the air. We did it this past Sunday. We're just going to throw a DraftKings lineup together. We'll tell you guys what the lineup is if you want to bet it. So that's what we're going to do tomorrow. We're going to hit all the games. It's been really fun filling in so please listen again tomorrow jerry and i will be back so that's it guys we got to get to the usual suspects they're coming up i saw joel and the guys they're out there so you get your regular usual suspect show so for me for jerry for cam we'll catch you next time peace
1: This is Nolan Ryan. You're listening to Houston's Best Sports Talk, ESPN (laughs) 97.5.